Praise the Lord, everybody. Everybody, praise the Lord. It is so good to be here this evening. God has been so good to us. He has blessed us and brought us this far. And I'm just sitting expectantly about what God is going to do for his people, even in the midst of everything that's going on. I have to pause and give God praise and thanksgiving for blessing me to be under the leadership of Dr. Bishop James F. Harris and Lady Sylvia Harris. I am so grateful to God for blessing me to be under this ministry. My life has been shaped, challenged, and formed into what it is now because of the stand that they have taken. Just being a son of theirs in the gospel has proven to be so beneficial to me and to my family. So I am grateful. So give our pastors a thumbs up. Take a moment to just give God praise, a sincere praise for blessing us. He said, I would give you pastors and teachers after my own heart. And truly, he has been faithful to his word. Amen. God has been so good to us. So good. I'm excited about this word that God has given me to share with you tonight, simply because God, I have said this on so many occasions, God loves this people. And because he loves this people, he gives us a word spoken in due season. And the scripture says that a word spoken at the right time is like apples of gold in pitchers of silver. Can you just take a moment to imagine that? Apples of gold in pitchers of silver. That would almost surmise to be priceless. You couldn't even place a price on that. And so we're just grateful to God for all that he has done, for all that he is doing, and even for that which we anticipate that he's going to do. So tonight, tonight, we want to come from a topic or subject matter don't just survive, thrive. Don't just survive, thrive. We're going to be coming from Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 39. And we're also going to look at Luke chapter 13 through 24. Chapter 13, verse 24. But before we get started, let's read the word here. In Romans, it reads as thus, don't you think that anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There is no way, no trouble, no hard time, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in scripture. They kill us in cold blood because they hate you. We're sitting ducks. They pick us off one by one. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I am absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love for us because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. The second scripture that we're looking at is Luke chapter 13, verse 24. And the A clause of that scripture says, strive to enter in 
at the straight gate. Before we begin, let's just breathe a word of prayer. Father, we just thank you right now for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. We thank you, God, because you are doing great things in the midst of your people. And we, this is the Lord's doing, and it is indeed marvelous in our eyes. We are excited about what you're doing in our life. And God, we know, we know assuredly that you are in control of everything, even the things that seem out of our scope. God, you are still God. Nothing takes you by surprise. And we say repeatedly that you have no rival. You are sovereign. And beside you, there is no other God. There's no God like you. So, Father, we pray now in the name of Jesus, as we go into your word on tonight, we pray that you would give us listening ears and receptive heart. But more importantly, God, give us the faith to mix with your word and let that word prosper in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we give you all praise. We give you all glory and let something be said to edify your people and to encourage their hearts in the midst of everything, because you are indeed God and God alone. We give you all praise, all glory and all honor belong to you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. We're coming again from a topic tonight. Don't just survive. Thrive. Don't just survive, thrive. Can any of you think of anything that you have survived? The scriptures declare that we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Let's start here. I'm gonna just share a portion. And sometimes what we tend to think about, um, when we think about survival, we tend to think about being put in a place or circumstance that we have to uh, endure for sometimes an undetermined amount of time. Um, we tend to go in survival mode because we know that means that we're not going to spend our resources because we don't know when the next amount is going to come. That means that we may uh, not dispense our energy. We're going to conserve energy depending on where we are and where we're at at the time that we have to go into survival mode we tend to have to wait and see how we're gonna fare out. So we hold on to everything. We grasp everything tightly and we conserve time, we conserve energy, we conserve resources just until the time that help arrives. Usually survival mode is typically supposed to turn off when help arrives. The scripture says that God is a very present help in the time of trouble. Now. The one thing about God that we tend to, might, we might forget from time to time, God does not have to show up. He is omnipresent, which means he is in every place at the same time. He rules eternity, but yet he makes himself fit in time for our benefit. So he links up with time just because in our minds, we can't even grasp the magnitude of what it would be like if God was to just deal with us from eternity and bypass time. Now, what I want you to think about here is sometimes after an event is over, like I said, we usually turn survival mode off. But what I'm finding is if, if it goes longer than we anticipate, many a times people stay in survival mode and not realize that they're still there. David said, I will call upon the name of the Lord. 
sometimes if you, you, but you tend to call, the scripture says, call upon the Lord while he's near. Call him where he, while he may be found. You ever thought about a situation that you've seen somebody in survival mode and they cry out, help, help, help. And they're calling for help because they believe somebody might hear them. Somebody might see them and they might be able to aid them or rescue them. But their hope seems to dwindle as it seems like that person did not hear them or the plane flying above did not see them. And it tends to go into the distance. So that person tends to not cry out anymore. But I'm encouraging you tonight that we're not just going to survive where we are now. We're going to thrive. Let's look at the word thrive. Now, we talked about surviving, but you don't just want to get through your situation. You want to do more than just get to the end of what you've been enduring. God has great things in store for his people, but at the same time, we have to understand that things may not always come out like we think they're going to and when we think they're going to, but God is still faithful. Now, I want to tell you this, don't let yourself, the devil, or anyone else make light of the fact or play it down or minimize the fact that you survived. It does not matter how long ago it was or even how recent it was, you survived. Say that to yourself, I survived. You live to tell your story. You live to give God some glory. And see, I'm about to incite a, a riot against the enemy because the enemy is so shrewd that he tends to have you play down what you're going through or you maximize it or magnetize it in some magnetize it in such a way that you can't see God because of your circumstance. But I'm in here to encourage you tonight. You're not just going to stay in survival mode. Tell yourself, I have everything that I need. What we have to do is allow ourselves to yield to God. Let God set your life, you and your life on fire. Don't worry, don't worry, you won't burn up. Think about it, Randall had preached and he made mention about the bush, the burning bush, and how it was used to get Moses' attention. Well, if you notice, the bush wasn't consumed. And if you think about those things that we see in scripture that were dealing with fire, the bush didn't burn, but it was used, like he said, to get Moses' attention. Well, if you look at the three Hebrew boys that we had talked about before, if you notice, they bound them hand and foot and they threw them in the fire. So when they were thrown in the fire, they weren't even standing. But what burned up in the fire was the thing that held them bound. And that's what I'm here to tell you tonight. Don't worry about the situations that you're going through. Those things that tend to hold you. Sometimes God will let you get put into a heated situation or a hot circumstance just so that he can set you free in the midst of it. And just like King Nebuchadnezzar looked and he saw a fourth one in the fire, I'm here to tell you tonight that God is with you. I don't, it doesn't necessarily matter the extenuating circumstance. It doesn't even matter the extent of the circumstance. You've just got to understand that God is with you. So if you think about the Hebrew boys, the only thing that burned up was the ropes that bound them. So when you're going through your situation, 
The only thing that's going to burn up is going to be the things that you don't need or the things that hold you bound. So think about that. God said, when you go through the fire, it won't kindle upon you and the water won't overflow you because God is there. Let me just share with you a moment, brief testimony. About a year or two ago, had a had a growth, on, a little uh, indent on my foot, and that thing became impacted and infected. Went through some things and was put in the hospital, went in the hospital for 12 days. And that was probably the, that's the greatest length of time that I have ever been in the hospital. So, you know, COVID, this, we, we advanced a year and a half ahead. Everything healed up. My foot didn't look quite the same as it did uh, originally, but I survived. I survived. I survived that thing. And then, you know, COVID hits and everything. And we're going through all of this. And wouldn't you know it, now that happened on my left foot, but wouldn't you know it, uh, get a little a little bump on my right foot. And I'm like, not again. We're we not going through this again. But I began to remember the same God that brought me through then is the same God that's with me now. And he's going to bring me through this. So, you know, the enemy likes to play tricks on your mind to make you think, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. But if you can remember what God and how God did with you when you went through before, he's not less God because you're going through something else. But sometimes if you focus, just like what he told Israel, when he told Israel that he was going to bless them and take them to a place of blessing, he said there were seven nations greater than you. But if you shall say that they are greater, then he said, how can I dispossess them? See, God always sees the full picture. We can only see what's usually in front of us. We would hope to be able to see around the bend. But to me, if you think about this, it does not matter when you come out of this thing, when you come out of everything that you're going through. I'm going to tell you like this. I don't care if I look like a caricature. Now, you know what a caricature is. That's usually something, it's a, it's a rendering of art that's usually done as a, in a humorous or an insulting way. Now, I don't care if I come out with a caricature, as a caricature with two feet looking different that don't look the same, as long as God develops in me the character that's needed to stand and flourish where he causes me to stand, when I come out on the other side, whatever However that turns out and however it might be, I'm going to stand and wait on God because I'm not going to just survive. I'm going to thrive through this. We're we going to come through this. We're going to come through Corona and we're going to be better than we were when we went in, better than we were when we went in. You have to tell yourself all of my needs are met. And some of my wants I'm going to get because God is faithful. God is not like man. Man tends to forget out of sight, out of mind. But the scripture says that I will call upon the name of the Lord while he is near. I'm going to seek him while he may be found. Just because, and let's, let's, let's uncover some of the plan of the enemy here, some of the tactics that he used. Sometimes just because you don't do something at the moment that you had planned to do it. Say, let's, let's take, for example, you know, you said, I'm going to get up every morning and I'm going to pray and I'm going to seek the Lord at five o'clock in the morning. Well, the alarm goes off at five o'clock. You don't readily get up. 
Does that mean that just because you didn't get up at 5 a.m. to pray and read the word that you're going to go the whole day and not do it? Uh uh. Absolutely not. Just because, see, the trick of the enemy would be to have you say, well, you didn't pray. Don't, don't worry about it. Just take the day as it comes. With all that we've got going on now, none of us can afford to take the day as it comes. Don't just survive. Be prepared to thrive. Let's look at the word thrive here. Thrive means to prosper or to flourish. It means not just to get by, but it it has to do with an abundance, a growth, uh, more than what it was when it started out. So if you think about this, if you call upon God and you are sincere in your heart to say, God, I need you in the midst of everything that I'm going on. Seeking God's face actually puts you closer than those that only seek his hand. Think about it. If we're in relationship and you're standing in my face, you're actually closer than if I was to extend my hand to you. Now, the scripture says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. We tend to think that because it says, oh, taste and see that he is good. We tend to assume that that taste will be sweet or at least to our liking. Well, I'm here to let you know that sometimes when you go into a situation, it might not be as pleasant as it's going to turn out for you. But it's like this. If you can wait on God and if you seek him, then you know that all things will work together for good because you love God. More importantly, because he loves us. So, oh, taste and see. That taste might be bitter and what you see might not be that pleasant, but it still does not change the fact that God is good and he's going to take care of you at the moment that you need him most. He's going to be right there, right there. If what you are going through and what you're dealing with, if it draws a tear, then there's a blessing that's near. If it draws a tear, the scripture says that when we shed tears, God bottles them up and he's gonna pour them over our head in blessing. That's what the word says. So let the situation, however it impacts you, however it comes at you, don't be discouraged. That person, that place, that thing, or that circumstance that hurts you the most is going to turn out to be the greatest and most appreciated situation or blessing because every tear that you shed God is aware of see we tend to take our negative and we push it down but I'm gonna make my situation and I encourage you to do the same thing make your situation give God glory because see there's nothing that we can go through that he is not aware of and you've heard me say it before there is nothing that you can go through that will take God by surprise if the situation that you're dealing with or the experience, if it brought into question the essence of what you believe, then when you come through and you survive, you're going to believe that greater than you did when you first went in. So I'm here to encourage you. Don't just survive and don't let anybody play down what you survived. You, you made it through it. And we're in it right now. And when we come out on the other side of this, life is going to be better for us. Many of us, and, and, and I'll share this with you, we lost a close friend of ours in light of COVID. 
You know, it took us by surprise because we had made plans. You know, we hadn't seen them in well over almost a year or so. And, you know, we were anticipating spending quality time just to spend and hang out. And I sent my friend a text on the 4th of October by the 11th or the Sunday past. I got word from his wife or we got word that he had passed just like that. Just like that. We, we've had I've had co-workers to lose relatives unexpectedly. And, and death is death is just that it, it comes at a time when we least expect it. And sometimes even if somebody is, you know, maybe even terminally ill, the expectation is that they're not going to make it through that. Um, but I have seen God do some things that changes every circumstance. Now, somebody might say, well, healing, we can see that happening. But I'm here to I'm here to tell you that if it's not happening for you right at this moment, look around because God is still doing some wonderful things. God is still healing from disease. He's still blessing people with houses. We got people in in, in the congregation that can attest to those things, that can say, he delivered me. So if you're going through right now, just hang in there. Just know that God is a very present help in the time of trouble. And he's always there, but he shows up. We tend to see him when we're in the midst of trouble. But God is there. Like the scripture says, call upon the Lord while he's near. Seek him while he may be found. Don't let your circumstances become so great that you amplify them or you are caught up in the noise of everything that's going on that you miss calling upon the only one that can ever deliver. God can set you free from any and all circumstances. There's nothing too hard for him. Like I said, nothing takes him by surprise. Let's look at some synonyms for the word survive. Endured survived, existed, prevailed, lived on, stayed alive, clung to life. Sometimes when you're put in a life-threatening situation and you're tending to be watching the clock to say, you know, God, when will this be over? The scripture says that we are to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Now, God is so well aware of your circumstances and he is so, the scripture says that what shall separate us from the love of God is not that we love him so much, it's that he loves us so much that that love cannot be separated from us. It says, shall life nor death, shall height nor death, what can separate us from the love of God? I am concerned, I am persuaded that there is nothing angelic or demonic that can separate us from the love of God. He is there with us and for us at all times. He said, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you, but I will be with you always, always, even until the end of what we're going through, even until the end of the earth. So God is with us at all times. What I found is going through sometimes will test your very character. Sometimes people will give the impression that this is who I am. But unless your character is tested and tried, you really don't know who you are. 
You can, but see what you have to do is ahead of time, you have to make some declarations. You have to make some best word would be declarations. You have to set some boundaries to say, this is as far as I'm going to allow myself or anyone else to go in a given situation. And if you say you believe God, how else will we know if those circumstances don't come to try us? The scripture says, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials which they'll come to try you as if something strange happens. I'm here to tell you that God is well aware of everything that you're going through. Everything that you're dealing with, God is well aware of it. And he's going to make the way. He's going to make the way of escape. Somebody said that God won't put more on you than you're able to bear. But I tend to believe that even though the scripture says he won't put more on us than we're able to bear, sometimes we just don't know how much we are able to bear. We, we don't give uh, the God in us and the God that created us enough credit for what he has put inside of us. But sometimes those things that are hidden within us can be the treasures that change our life forever. There are some things that God has placed in you that the only way it's going to come out is going to be through trial and tribulation. But I encourage you, God is well in control of all the circumstances. He is well in control of the situation. So he's going to deliver. Don't draw up when you find yourself in a situation and not know, not knowing how it's going to work out. Trust the God that created you. Trust him to know that he has given us everything that pertain to life and to godliness. He is well aware, well aware of what it's going to take to bring that character that he placed in you and to stir up that faith, that measure of faith that he's given you. He is well aware of what it's going to take. So we're not just going to survive and be content with that. Survival, like they used to say, survival is for the fittest. Survival of the fittest. So normally you get you know, people go into situations or circumstances. I'm sure that some of y'all have seen different survival shows on TV. And there's one in particular. I don't know why you would put yourself in this situation. There's one in particular that's called Naked and Afraid. They will allow themselves willingly to be put in situations. And what makes it worse, they will go into these places. They've gone to Africa, you name it. Some of the roughest places on the planet. They will go there and spend seven to 21 days out there in the open and they have to provide for themselves. And the name of that series is Naked and Afraid. Some tap out, some think they go in strong thinking that I can handle this, but it gets the best of them. God is not going to allow a situation to get the best of you, but he will allow that situation to bring out the best in you. But it's going to take some time to do that. Sometimes some of the loss, some of the things that we suffer or things that we thought was the worst thing that could have ever happened to us will be the same situation and the same thing that we will be able to trade ashes for beauty. We'll, God will perfect that thing 
because he will do whatever is necessary to bring that out of you. God has planted a treasure in each of us. We have, we have a most precious gift within us, but it takes sometimes trial, trouble, tribulation of the people to probably rub you the wrong way, to challenge who you believe yourself to be, and then you will find out that God has invested more in us than we are sometimes aware of. But I encourage you, I encourage you to be encouraged. Don't, don't allow yourself to let circumstances get the best of you. You know, we, the scripture says we are more than conquerors. Tell yourself, I can make it through what I'm going through. Go a little bit better than that. I will make it through what I'm going through. I don't care if it's financial, physical. It could be a health concern. Anything that it is, God is able to bring you through. But you have to make a declaration. You have to let your faith, that measure of faith that he has given you, use that measure of faith to connect to God and say, God, I trust you even in the midst of this, that if it's sickness, you're able to deliver. Now, and if you if it's a lack, he's able to provide. If it's, it doesn't matter what the circumstances is, God is able to meet your every need. But he has done this thing so well that not only can he meet the need, the scripture says that he will give us the desires of our heart. Now, let's elaborate on that just a little bit. It's not just saying he will give us what our hearts desire. That's just not where it ends. But it says, if you look at it, it's actually saying he will give us what to desire. Now, for God to tell you what to ask for and then turn around and give it to you, that's the best that's the best possible situation that you could be in. God is so concerned about us. I encourage you, everyone that's listening, I encourage you, hang on in there. Don't give up. Don't give out. Don't fizzle out. I know it may have been a long time. You may have been in this situation for a while, but God is still faithful. God is not like man. He is not like man. And God will not make promises that he can't keep. The scripture says all of the promises of God are yea and amen to the glory of God. So that means that God has allowed you to get into a situation or put you, he may have even given a personal reference. How many of you know that God will sometimes ask the devil, have you considered my servant? Now, we tend to want a reference in a different way. But think about this. God is not going to give the enemy permission to come at you and then not prepare you for what's coming. God, he has us. He got us. He got us more than any other person could ever tell that, you know, assure us that I'm going to be with you. We talked about the fair weathered friends, how, you know, somebody might say, man, I got you. I'll be with you through thick and thin. And when thin, thin, thin out, you can't even find the people that said they will be with you. But God, he says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. I will be with you always, always. So God is there. God is there. We're not just going to survive. 
but we're going to thrive. What's going to make the difference is what we do in the midst of this situation. COVID, uh, and I'm not even going to mention it as much because God is still aware of everything. COVID has changed a lot of things. It has changed a lot of things, but, but it has not made God any less God than who he is. And your circumstances, if you trust God, if you trust him and wait on him, wait on him, no matter how long it takes, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. The scripture says, they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And they that trust in the Lord shall never be made ashamed. So, so if you are waiting, if you are in a holding pattern, I encourage you, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he will strengthen your heart. The scripture says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Don't allow anything anything to take root in your heart. Don't allow anything that any bad vibes that you pick up from people, anything that you might experience, don't let people rub you the wrong way and then take that thing to heart. Guard your heart, guard your heart, be careful. Be careful of what you allow to have effect on you. But just know that God is still there. He's gonna be there, he's, he's with you at all times. The scripture says, he that keeps Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. When you lay down at night and you're concerned about all those things that you're dealing with, why not just go to sleep and let the one that's going to be up all night watch out for you? Just trust God. I know sometimes things can be challenging and I know that sometimes we got questions and we want answers to them. And they don't always readily come when we expect them. But I encourage you, saints. I encourage you, saints and friends. Just know that God is there. God's got us. He's got us. He's going to take good care of us. Don't just survive. The way to get beyond this is to think beyond this. You can't just say, I'm going to wait until this is over. And then I'm going to survive. Then I'm going to thrive. No, you start setting your mind and setting things in order now so that when this is over, the changes that needed to be made in us will already be made. And then we can come out on the other side of this and thrive. We will be victorious. If you would type that in the chat, I'm going to be victorious. It doesn't matter how it looks. It doesn't even matter how it feels. But just say, I am going to be victorious. I'm coming out of this. Every situation, circumstance, I'm going to be victorious. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We're more than conquerors. So I encourage you tonight, don't just survive, but don't play down what you have survived. Use that. Remember, just like what David said, when David went up against Goliath, that was not his first bout. David says, the Lord is going to deliver me 
deliver you into my hand. He said it because David had a point of reference. He said, he delivered me from the lion. He delivered me from the bear. And he is going to deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine. See, don't count the victories, the small victories. Don't count them small. Because the scripture says, despise, despise not small beginnings. Those battles that you've been going through is preparing you to be able to stand in the face of a giant situation and decree and declare victory even in the midst of that. So don't just survive, but use that experience as a point of reference. If God delivered me from this, he can truly deliver me from that. If God brought me through this, he can bring me through that. If he provided for me when I had this, then he's going to assuredly take it, take good care of me, no matter what comes at me. So don't just survive, but thrive. The scripture says, strive to enter in at the straight gate. There are some things that you cannot allow yourself. Don't compromise your system of belief in God. Don't compromise. Don't let anything compromise your faith in God. God has given us the measure of faith and that measure of faith he's given to everyone. Don't allow any situation or circumstance to compromise that. And all it takes is a mustard seed of faith. Just a little bit of faith will become whatever we need it to be because faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence, the evidence, which means it's the proof that something is there. It is the evidence of things not seen. So don't just survive, thrive. We're gonna end with a moment of prayer. Father, we just thank you for your goodness, your mercy and your grace. We thank you for knowing that there is nothing that has come upon us that you are not aware of. So Father, we pray now in the name of Jesus for everyone that's listening, for everyone that's listening, God help us to look to you. Look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from you. And Lord, we pray now in the name of Jesus, anyone that's going through, that's suffering, that's dealing with what seems to be insurmountable circumstances, Cause them to look to us, to look to you. Cause us to look to you and to know that in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Help us to draw from you, to draw strength from you. And in the night season, God, bless those that are struggling to lay down in peace. For the scripture says that we shall lay down and our sleep shall be sweet. Bless now for your namesake and for your glory edify your people, encourage your people, those that don't know you, God, bring them into a relationship with you. Allow this circumstance or this pandemic that we're going through, let it serve your purpose to draw people closer to you. Bless now for your namesake and for your glory. We give you all praise, all glory, and all honor belong to you and to you only. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And for his namesake, amen. Saints, don't just survive, but thrive. God bless you.